Yo, what's really good? It's your main man, Sean Little from the No Catch-Up Podcast. Wanted to send a reminder, make sure you rate and review No Catch-Up, available everywhere, iTunes, Spotify, wherever you listen to podcasts, No Catch-Up is on there. Make sure you tell everyone it's the best sports podcast in the world. Drop that five-star review, pass the links to the homies, let everybody know. You know the deal, No Catch-Up, Sports Talk via Chicago. Lock in. No Catch-Up. No catch-up. What's really good, my people? Welcome into No Catch-Up Sports Talk via Chicago. I'm your host, Sean Little. Big Nick the Quick with me is always November 15th. Happy yeah. birthday, Mama Harvey. You yes, know, sir. that's Absolutely. how it is. Appreciate that. Appreciate yeah, that. Yeah, of course, of course. Yeah. Halfway through November, getting ready to be 20 deuce deuce. But it's NFL Week 10, so we're going to break that down. A lot of stuff going on. Tie games. The Titans can't lose no matter what happens. The Packers cover every week. So we're going to go into that. We'll jump in and break down NFL uh, Week 10. Then we'll get into the NBA, of course. The Bulls got a W, 9-4 and four now, coming off a loss. It's always nice to see the boys bounce back and and and, and not let the stuff linger in the, in, the, in the L's pile up. We'll talk about their road trip that they're on. We'll go into some more Ben Simmons stuff. We, we haven't touched on that too, too much. So we wanted to talk about that. Uh, Rich Paul is now talking. So we're gonna jump into that, and then uh, we'll, we'll you know how we do. We'll, you talking? We'll you talking? About, you talking about lunch date, Rich Paul? <laughs> we're talking about lunch date, Rich Paul. Hey, stay locked with us. No catch up, Sports Talk in Chicago. Let's go. Big Nick, quick, what's ready? What's the business? How we feeling, man? Excellent, excellent. I want to start off real quick the show today, man, by giving a big shout out to the God, Lewis Hamilton, sir. Sir Lewis. Sir Lewis Hamilton, man, they did everything they could to try to knock him out the box this weekend. They gave him the engine penalty. I think he's going to win the championship, bro. They gave him the DRS penalty. They start him at the back of the grid for the sprint race. He comes up to fifth. They give him a five-start penalty to start the race. What does he do? Just flawless, flawless drive. If y'all don't know, Sean and I are big Formula One guys. We don't we don't discuss it too much on the pod, but we uh, we're big Formula One guys. Yo, big I, was, fans. I was watching... Literally at kickoff, yeah. I was in the airport trying to get back home, and I had F1 pulled up, and I wasn't even watching football until after yeah. the F1. So after the F1, yeah, exactly. That, that's, that's how it was for me, too. I had uh, the, the football on the second screen, wasn't even paying attention. Uh, just a, a masterful drive from Lewis Hamilton to come from the essentially from the back of the grid to start the weekend all the way up to the front to win the, uh, the South, not the Brazilian Grand Prix, but the Sao Paulo Grand Prix is what it's called now, um, which puts him, what, 13 points behind Max. In the drivers' he's championship, with he's three races, three races, three races left to go, that you were telling me all favor, all yeah, favor, favor Mercedes. Market. I was reading something about how the higher altitude courses really favor the Red Bull. So I don't know where the next three are, but maybe that's why. But whatever it is, if I'm Max, the pressure is 100 percent on Max now, right? Like I think with that drive that Lewis just had, even though he's in the lead, the pressure is on Max to where he cannot make a mistake over the next three races. Or Lewis comes up and takes uh, world championship number eight. So this is uh, this Lock is in. the first take Tuesday, by the way. Lock Nick, in. Just, Nick Nick had to give Sir Lewis his his due. 
I had on to. a on a on a Monday, but it's still first take Tuesday. You know, yeah, it is. yeah. I got another one too, but I wanted to, I wanted to get that one off just because. Yeah. Um, yeah, he even said after the race that it was one of the best weekends he's ever had in sure. his long and illustrious career. So shout out Sir Lewis, shout out Botas for being a good teammate, keeping that air behind him clean. Yeah, sure. I mean, holding off Checo. Um, sure. And yeah, man, we here, we here. Yeah, hey, I think Lewis. you got. It. I think Lewis is gonna win. I think Lewis is gonna win. Yo, Max is gonna be crushed, bro. Crushed. It's gonna be tough. Like, so yeah, man, tap in with F1 if you haven't already. Start with the Netflix series, and then you'll be locked in. Don't worry. Trust me. If I ever have me and Nick ever steered you wrong, never go go watch that shit. It'll yeah. be entertaining. It'll be a lot of fun. My first take Monday, since we're recording on Monday, is this Sopranos. The Sopranos is a comedy. For Simple sure. as that. Go rewatch. As I'm older now, and I'm rewatching it as a, like a full blown adult. This is a comedy, bro. Yeah. It's a comedy mixed with a little sex and, and murder. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> like, so it's it's that, funny. It, Good. No, go ahead. Yeah. No, I was gonna say it's funny. I saw you had posted that that you're doing your rewatch, and I just finished the Sopranos rewatch like a month ago. And really, yeah, yeah, literally just finished mine like a month ago. You watched um, all the seasons? Yeah, except for season one because I had just seen it so many times, so I just started right. season two. Yeah. Um. Yeah, because I used to watch like YouTube clips of Sopranos, and one day I was like, you know what, man, fuck, I'm gonna just rewatch it because there's just yeah. so much. There's so much gold in there. But you're 100 right. It is a comedy show. It's a Paul, comedy. Paulie is a comedian. Like the whole, <laughs> the whole, the whole thing is a comedian. It's, it's, it's funny, not, man. Huh? No, go ahead. Yeah, yeah. I, I don't know how far in it you are, but um, like my biggest thing that I took away, like on my rewatch, was like, wow, like Tony is actually like a, a, a not a good dude. Like, but you know, it was like, yeah, he's a murderer and all that. Like the first couple times I watched it, but like re-watching it i'm like man he does a lot of shit just for the sake of doing it just to be like awful to other people uh yeah. which i hadn't really picked up on before so shout out tony soprano man one of those shows though that like none of those people can ever do anything else like rest in peace gandolfini but i guarantee you like if he was walking down the street right now no one's calling him james like he's tony soprano i fully expect him to be in character if i were to see him like yeah. any of those folks i would 100 only look at them as uh as the characters that they are. Like, I, I, I don't even think Gift they can do anything curse. else. Gift yeah. and the curse when it comes to that stuff. That's Absolutely. why I know we're getting off track here, but, but we'll get into the NFL in a second. But the that's why it was so impressive what, like, Matthew McConaughey did. It's a little different on, like, not a character thing, but, like, he was the heartthrob, romant, like, romantic comedy guy that you weren't really respecting as an actor. And then he started doing really, really big time acting roles true detective and, and some of that yeah shit, shit like yeah. that it, it, it kind of flipped the narrative but yeah and then lincoln right. and then lincoln gave him the bag dog all lincoln, lincoln, lincoln gave him the crazy bag for those commercials yeah, yeah. he started doing a lot of li a lot of sick ass roles like yeah, yeah the harvey sure. yeah it was yeah it was crazy so yeah. shout out shout out uh mcconaughey shout out what was R. the Gandolfini. What, are you talking about the one what was the movie where he had aids yeah, it was uh, Dallas, was Dallas Buyers Club. Dallas Buyers Club, excellent Dug. film, excellent incredible film. performance. Yeah, excellent like, film. He didn't like, like I, like he has that in him. Like, yeah, this guy was doing like rom coms. You know what I'm saying? So. Yeah, yeah. Peep him in True Detective season one too. He was uh, him and Woody Harrelson are phenomenal. I don't know if you've seen that yet, but True Detective season one is yeah, yeah. I've seen crazy I've seen, acting, and that's the only one I saw. Yeah, the other ones don't. You're, I watched you're fine. a little bit of two, and I was like, "I'm cool." Two was trash, and then season three was with the uh, the black dude was Marshall Hala Ali. Yeah, it I was. It was I watch right, but it got it got weird. But Yo, season one is like the peak. On that same narrative, 
I you, you know why I hated season two because I can't take Vince uh, Vince Vaughn. I can't take him seriously when <laughs> I'm watching some shit. Like I'm not looking for him for a serious role. Yeah, you know I mean, right. it so was it was, was just bad all together though. It was just it was it was it was, it was whack. Yeah, it was. It was. Yeah. That was lightning in a bottle with with Woody and and those guys. It was really good. Yeah, Woody uh, Harrelson. Woody Harrelson, excellent actor. Yes, great. Yeah, he is. He is. Yep. He's been around for a minute too. So shout out Woody. Shout out the Hello whole thing. All right, let's get into NFL Week Ten. Anyway, I got a, I got one first take for this NFL shit before we like yeah. get into the serious analysis no, of the game, it. man. Um, yeah. so I'm watching. Raiders and Chiefs last night, right? So they're doing like the whole pregame thing and they cut to Michelle Tafoya and you know they always come with some report of what happened with her and like when she talked to the head coach and what they told him. Yeah, I don't yeah. know if you ever pick up on this, but they always give some like quote to the coach that is zero chance that the coach actually said something like that. Like it's always some like philosophical shit that no one speaks like. So like last night, she's like, yeah, I was talking to Raiders interim head coach, whatever the hell his name is. And yeah. they're talking about all the different things that have happened and how he got the job now. And this isn't the circumstances in which he would have won the job. And she's like, and you know what he told me? He said, prosperity isn't a good teacher. You learn the most about people when they're faced with adversity. And it's like, yo, listen, <laughs> there's zero <laughs> chance he said that in huh? the midst of a conversation. Yeah. He might've said something along those lines or, whatever it is, but it's always something like that with like these coach quotes, like some yeah. deep, like philosophical shit. Like, you know, you can move houses, but you can't move bricks. And it's like, what are we talking <laughs> about? Like, no one, you know what I mean? Like, it's like, I, I, was, I was talking to Brandon Staley and he told me like, it's like, no, he didn't. Like, you're just giving us some bullshit. Right. He didn't say that. He might've told you like, look, we're going through some shit, but like, that's what makes us tough. And you just spun it into some other shit, but it's just like, let's stop the cap with these like super deep, philosophical coach quotes that we have before the game like think, it's just not happening man well this is the thing too i think that it's never clear how the interaction was it's like that could have been a text like how you feeling before the game it could have been a meeting it could have been a phone call it could have been an email like it's it's never really clear how they they go back and forth but yeah i feel you it's unnecessary it never it didn't happen well, that because way. let's just keep it what football is this is a grown man game of people running into each other at full speed, yes. making lots of money, damaging their bodies, and there's a lot of a lot of bad shit going on behind the scenes. Like, let, like let's not confuse what football is. They might try to cover it up a little bit, but that's what it is. Yeah, this isn't like Socrates sitting on a hill, fucking, right. you know, giving you great great quotes and stuff. Like, it's just not. <laughs> I, don't know. I heard that and I was just like, come on, man. Like, Michelle, come on, for real. Like, he hey, man, it might have came from the inner room. That sounds like some inner room shit. Like, I'm just trying to sound. You think very... he's sitting around reading like philosophy books <laughs> and figuring out, th figuring out things to say? No, but he's just trying to sound like a head coach. So, I don't know. Maybe he said that shit just so so everything could be. I don't cool. know. Pay attention going forward on some of this shit and you'll hear some, you know, some outlandish shit. Okay, but let me give you this. Since we're going on a Monday, no Bears, Bears on a bye. We're on a Monday talking full slate. Give me your give me your overreaction, a few of your overreaction Monday takes. Fresh off of the Sunday slate, watching the games, Baker the worst quarterback in the league, like that type of stuff. You have any overreaction Mondays or just initial thoughts? So like if it's an overreaction, is, some, is it something that I don't believe or is it something that I, I can believe Either it, way. but it might be crazy? Either way. Either yeah, the, way. New, the New England Patriots. That's it. That's all I got to say. The New England Patriots. Um you knew that Belichick was going to be developing a quarterback this year. 
right? So we knew that there's a chance that it might start a little bit rocky, and it did. I think they started, what, like two and three or whatever it was, and people were all ready to, ready to write them off. Man, look at the last few weeks. Defense is playing lights out. Matt Jones is getting exponentially better. Matt Jones put on a clinic yesterday. Man, I told y'all from the start that he he there was a possibility he he had he would be a real stud. Go like watch he, the yeah, film. Yeah, Go watch, watch the him film. at Alabama. Absolutely. Like this dude was running the offense and putting shit on people's heads. And has just gotten better every single week, right? Has just gotten better every single week. You knew that they were going to beat up on lesser opponents, right? You knew that they were going to smack around. Um, who was it they smacked around already twice? The Jets. You know what I mean? I know Sean was on the other side of one of those games. I, yeah. I, I For the life of me, can never on understand it. On a pick, it. Of, on a pick <laughs> of, man, it makes no sense. Like, you knew he was going to smack around rookie quarterbacks. You knew Baker coming in there yesterday. I thought that there were two gimmies on the board yesterday. Two gimmies. The Patriots and uh, the, the Packers. I thought that those were the absolute two gimmies on the board yesterday. Like, hands down. Coincidentally, those are only two that I hit on our pick But I thought, like, those were the gimmies. <laughs> There was no way that Cleveland was going to go in there and do anything, anything to the without, Patriots. Especially without Nick Chubb. That was the yeah, big thing. Yeah, if they don't have their running backs and they're missing some linemen, like you can't put it in Baker's hands. So my thing is the New England Patriots, that defense is legit. Obviously, Seattle. Obviously, you know that. Yeah, that's crazy. No way. Oh, really? <laughs> in the pick of I was In Lambeau? Seattle, yeah. That's crazy. Uh, I know. I, it's I it's tweeted one out. of the rules. It's a rule. It's a rule. It's a rule. Aaron Rodgers at Lambeau Field is, if you're not betting on the Packers, hey. Steer, steer far, steer far clear in a way. If you That's don't, it. yeah, if you don't feel that way, stay away. Yeah. <laughs> if you're not ready to take the Packers, go yep. find another game. Go There's a whole other slate of other games to pick. It's same thing with even taking like against the, certain teams. I'm just never betting on against at home, no matter who they're playing. Um, <clears throat> excuse me, but yeah, so I think that Patriots defense is legit. Matt Jones is getting better week by week, learning on the job. You know the coaching staff is prepared. You know they're going to wrap up that division. Um, I think, you know, I mean, I guess Buffalo, you still got to worry about Buffalo. Buffalo has been a little bit inconsistent, obviously killed the Jets last night, but yesterday, but that doesn't mean too much. Um, but yeah, is, is, is a legitimate contender to either win that division or get in the wild card. And once they get in the playoffs, um, and you got Mac Jones with 17 games under his belt, anything's possible. So like, yeah. I think that they have completely turned the AFC on its head because no one really saw them coming a few weeks ago. This is the thing about New England because I, they've really come on. And I haven't been a believer. And when I say believer, where I'm putting my money. Like, I haven't got to the window to bet the Pats yet just because. I think they've covered like four straight games, too. Yeah, so. no, they've been playing really well. And I just haven't got to the window to, the, to bet the Pats. But what they did yesterday, I wasn't expecting that. Well, listen, the D is going to be there, right? I was when I was doing my homework yesterday when I was in New York doing uh odds with ends on MSG network. Make sure you tap in with that, by the way. I'm plug. weekly, weekly, weekly. Make Sean, sure you Sean, tap Sean, in. Sean with the plug, plug. <laughs> Make sure you tap in. <laughs> but I was doing some research for this game going into the show, and the biggest thing was in the Stefanski era, who's the head coach of the Browns, if you didn't know, when Chubbs doesn't play. They they points per game goes down to 19 points per game. That's like Bears level. That 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 means they're not scoring any touchdowns. They're 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 scrapping. You know what that means to me, right? What hold out? This sounds that's a holdout. That's a holdout. That's, hold, that's a holdout statistic. Like <laughs> PowerPoint. Wait, wait, wait. Let me see my contract. <laughs> Yo, <not> <laughs> PowerPoint. Yeah. 
<laughs> one sentence in the middle of the of the middle of the shit is only one slide. That's it. Like yeah. that. That's it. Like that's, that's all. It's it a holdout statistic. We that's gotta a start whole... a segment on holdout statistics. <laughs> <laughs> like that when was... you shouldn't show up to work. Right. Like, this ain't adding up. Yeah. Y'all ready? Y'all talking about paying Baker? Like hold on, fam. <laughs> holdout statistic. When statistic. I don't play, y'all don't score. <laughs> like that's it. Yeah. So he's very important to those guys. And this was another interesting stat. So Patriots best in the league at cover tight ends. And then, so what I took from that, so no Nick Chubb. The Patriots are the best in the league at covering tight ends. So like screen passes, that type of shit. All that, all I heard after reading all that was, okay, this sounds like it's going to be Baker Mayfield versus Bill Belichick dropping back and trying to beat them through the air. And that shit is not going <laughs> to fucking work. That's not going to work. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. that's just not going to do it. And that's exactly what happened. <laughs> I knew I knew Cleveland would struggle on offense. I didn't think they'd give up 45 points. They were giving up points to, to Hoyer in the backup. Like, they, they got smoked out yesterday. Yeah. So, yeah, the man, Patriots. the Patriots have been playing really well. Mac Jones, Mac Jones had a couple shaky weeks, last couple weeks, because going into the show – Max Jones, 50, 57% completion and only one touchdown before before Sunday's performance against Cleveland. So he was struggling a little bit. But they Wait, played. when? What do you mean? So the, the two weeks going into playing Cleveland. Oh, oh, okay, okay, okay. 57% yeah, yeah, completion yeah. and only had one touchdown. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but then he showed up yesterday and went crazy. So let me yeah, let, let's have a little fun with this because if you remember, we had an earlier segment earlier in the year. And it's on film because me and Nick not hiding. That's the thing, yo. I'm telling you, we we tweet the videos. We record the show. Everybody can see what we're saying week in, week out. We had a segment where we talked about Baker Mayfield. And we talked about would would we sign up, basically, for Baker Mayfield in this situation. And I said, I think I would. It's looking very shaky right now. Yeah, real shaky. Basically, what I'm seeing is that if you can't pick up 130, 40, 50, 60, 70 on the ground, you are. He, he's not going to be able to drop back and get you out of any And, and play a great defense. Yep. Now, let me ask you this. Are we overreacting because it's a really bad game against the Pats? Because, listen, the Pats the Pats slowed up the uh, Tom Brady. Yeah. They slowed up a bunch of guys on the defensive end, a bunch of quarterbacks. Pull up their schedule. So, it's. I guess it's an overreaction, but I want to have a little fun with it. Let me let me ask you this. I'm going to ask you, this is the question. Are you taking this guy before Baker Mayfield? Okay. So we already know. <clears throat> we already know about Mahomes, Rodgers, Brady. Easy, easy. All those guys don't count, right? Yeah, yeah. Uh, are you taking Tannehill? Mm, yes. Kirk Cousins? Oh, God, that's so bad. Uh, mm, Yes. This year, Kirk, Kirk Cousins. For Kirk sure. Cousins has been playing. He's, he's, he's hooping this year. 18 touchdowns, two picks for Kirk Cousins this yeah. year. He's, he's yo, hooping. yo, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> now, once the game, once it matters, we all know it's going to happen, but it's not like Baker's getting you out of those situations either. So, yeah, for sure. And to Tannehill, I'll say this. Hey, look, man, Tannehill is what you want Baker to be. At this point, he is best case Baker Mayfield. Like, hey, everything around you is pretty good. Just don't fuck it up. That's what Tannehill is. Make a play here and there. Just don't fuck it up. We're we're gonna pound the rock. We're gonna put talent around you. Our defense is gonna start to come along because um, that Titans defense has. But 
That is that is best case Baker. Is it's it's sad to say it's Ryan Tannehill right now. No, because look, because we're already in the middle of the league, right? And you like, win a bunch of games. We're already at like these. These are like 15, 16 quarterbacks that we're, we're talking say about. Say what right? you want. Tannehill's won a lot of games since he's been there for the last three years. Yes, no question. <laughs> yeah, no question. Um, Jalen Hurts. No. Taking Baker before Jalen Hurts. Yeah, I think Hurts. I like Hurts. I think there's a lot to like, but the the bad is really bad. He just can't. I can't have a quarterback that can't throw the ball. He's been throwing it all right lately. Yeah, yeah, but, but you know when push comes to shove, he can't. He so can't that's the breaking point, like right around Jalen Hurts. Yeah, which is that's crazy. So yeah. to Jaylen to Hurts. say that, what's your Mendoza line, Jalen Hurts? That's not that's not a that's not a guy you can give a couple a couple hundred million dollars to. Absolutely not, not right now. Not a couple hundred million, but I'm I'm I'm, I'm talking NBA numbers. That's not a guy you could give a hundred million to. Well, it is a couple hundred now. I mean, what do you think the next QB contract is? If if Mahomes got a half a billy, next guy's going for two hundred mil. If you're hurt, if yeah, you're if Josh Allen, Josh Allen like got a, didn't Josh Allen get 180 mil? I guess if it's a five year deal or something yeah, like that. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, these, know, I guess the, that's the true. number. I mean, no one's gonna get that Mahomes money, but shit, Josh Allen got 258 million. Yeah, yeah, that's oh, true. Oh, a couple Josh hundred million. Yeah, 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 from Wyoming. Yeah, because <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Herbert finna get about 285. Easy. So yeah, but all right, Lamar, Lamar's gonna get 300 million. Man, I hope so. I hope. I hope they don't try to jerk fam around. Because I, I don't even I wouldn't even be out there. Then don't show up. As much as much as they they yeah. need to tote Yeah, that ass, like I don't I'm, I'm I think it's crazy he didn't get that deal done. I think I think he making like 550k or something. Yeah, shit. yeah, he should have got that deal done. Maybe a little more, but yeah, you yeah. know what I'm saying. Yep. So but that's a spooky place to be if you're a Browns fan. We're talking about Jalen Hurts and we're arguing. We not it's not like a surefire, yeah, Baker, dog. Get out of here with that. Da, 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 da. We're we're actually going back and forth. So well, he hasn't gotten any better. Like I think the thing with Baker is like he had a really good rookie year. Like remember his rookie year, well, he look, was awesome. Rookie year, second year, third year is like in the middle. Uh, yeah, you know what I mean. Like and now it's like okay, it's payday. What's up? And the we, third gotta, year, remember he started off shaky last year, and then Stefanski essentially just schemed around him. Sure, but when you talk about you have Chubb, you have Hunt. You have good tight end play. You have a good defense, and you have a great offensive line. It's like, yeah, when all those are healthy, like, yeah, you're going to look fine, right? But, like, when that's not the case, like it was yesterday when you're dealing with injuries and you need him to win and he can't muster up more than seven points for you, and I don't care who you're playing or where you're playing, like, that was a big spot in a contract year that you need to show up. Those are the games when you're negotiating your deal you point to. And remember when I went into Foxborough when they were hot? Win or lose, but like I put up numbers. I bought, you know what yeah, I mean? Yeah. I balled they, out. I didn't drop, I didn't, I didn't lay an egg. Not eleven for twenty-one for seventy-five yards and a pick. Like, come on, man. That's yo, the shit you put up on there and you say, Hey, look, man. Cause like this is why we can't pay you. I was thinking he was like franchise, they'd probably tag him, right? Like figure out a long-term deal for him is kind of tough. Now tagging him, knowing that number is gonna be around 30, 35 million. It's like, man, do we do this? Or do we look at the fact that we won a game with Case Keenum? And there are Case Keenum's walking around. There are Ryan Fitzpatrick's. There are Teddy Bridgewater's. There are Mitchell Trubisky's. I mean, there are other guys well, you can I, I bring think in there. One, <laughs> oh, my God. Look. You know, there, there is other guys you can bring in to take a look at, for sure. There's no question la- about laugh that. Laugh at what you want to. I said it, I said it on Twitter <laughs> right. the other day. The Panthers should have brought in Mitch over bringing in fucking Darnold. Oh man, you didn't you didn't you didn't hear that Donald was Dan Marino? He just, yeah, he just I had guess. to he just had to get out from under Gase. You don't yeah. remember that? Hey, new city, new city, same results. <laughs> Yo, 
Sam Donald was Dan Marino. He yeah. just he just was stuck behind uh, Adam Gase. You didn't know that? So you got to look at either paying Baker on a franchise tag like 30-something million or grabbing one of these other guys who are going to play for two, three well, million. Well, listen, it depends if you want to give him – a franchise is just like giving him another opportunity to be to, to prove that he's the franchise guy. That's what you – you either move on from him, give yeah. him a franchise, or give him a long-term deal. And I don't think you can give him a long-term deal at this point. You can't. So it's one of those things where it's gun, like – Unless he's willing to come for cheap, I'm yeah, like cheap. It's, it's it's spooky. It's spooky right now. Because you got to pay. You got to You paid Garrett. You got to pay a cent, dude. We know we don't talk about paying running backs, but you have to pay Ch- with that number. You have to pay Chubb and Hunt. No, you don't. Okay. No, nah, you don't. You don't pay running backs. I'm hey. Telling you right now. I, I look. You 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 get Chubb as long as you can until he starts well, asking for that big bag. But if you're not you paying a, if you're not paying a quarterback though. Which gives you a ton of financial flexibility. That doesn't mean you bury a bunch of money into a running back. I'm not doing that shit again, bro. Every week, these dudes, McCaffrey is on the hamstring again. He was out. Yeah, he he came out the game yesterday. I guess he just got back. Chubb's like, on a three year, $36 million yeah, deal. Like, cool. Yeah, and that's fine. Let, I'll let pay, it run I'll, out. Yeah. I'll pay Chubb 12. Yeah. Like I'm like, what is McCaffrey get? Pull up McCaffrey's deal. I'm never fucking giving that well, man no, that Ze- deal Zeke, ever. Zeke is the deal. Zeke that, uh, is the deal. That's insane. I'm never doing none of that. It's you crazy. know what I forgot about the Zeke contract is that he, he still had two years left on his deal. Yeah, yeah. He, like, he, was, he, just, <laughs> he was going into a full year and had another full year on it. Yeah, four, four years, sixty-four million for McCaffrey. That's a lot of money. That's twenty running for a running back. Yeah, I mean, I guess if there is an exception, it's a guy like him just because he was so young. Yeah, like, but he's steady yes. and hurt. Yes, I mean, yeah, it's crazy. So, yeah, it's tough. All right, let's move over to Tennessee. Todd, Todd Gurley was young, too. Look what happened with that deal. They paid he wasn't him super as young early. as McCaffrey. Gurley was crazy young when nah, they paid him. He, they paid him nah, like two years. No, yeah, you're bro, wrong. I'm telling you. You're wrong. Let's look it up. I'm telling right, you, you're ahead. wrong. Pull it up. Let's see how but, old Todd Gurley was. So, McCaffrey was 24 when he signed his. Yeah. He Gurley's like 27 or some shit. I'm, I'm, I'm telling you right now. When he signed that deal with the Rams? Yeah. Yes. Um, let's move over to the Titans real quick, though, because they keep winning. They're the AFC darling right now. They've been going crazy. They lose Derrick Henry. Doesn't matter. They they bring in Adrian Peterson, <laughs> 30, 36-year-old purple Jesus. The immortal. He's still out there. But like you said, Tannehill, say what you want. He's over there winning games, and they continue to win. Fool's gold. Are the Chiefs coming back? It's it, it, Every week, I've been doubting the Tennessee Titans, and they keep pulling out Ws. What do you think? The program, man. I mean, I think Vrabel, Vrabel, without Henry, like, it's shocking, right? Like, but Vrabel's a good coach, man, and we just talked about Tannehill. Like, that's a team, win or lose, I feel like they know. We talk about it all the time. They know exactly what they want to do. Yeah. They know exactly what they want to do. And D, the D's been getting better week week in, week out. Yeah. Yeah, like they haven't been able to run the ball um, that well without Henry, obviously. But the defense is playing well. The defense has stepped up without him. Tannehill, 19-27, 200 yards and a touchdown. Easy day at the office. Um, they have good players around them. They have good skill positions players on offense. And, again, the biggest thing is the defense playing. Now, again, they're playing against Trevor Simeon in the New Orleans Saints, so you're not getting the Jameis experience um, against that team. But, again, man, all you can do is beat who's in front of you and they keep doing that. Eight and two, four and one at home. I like Vrabel, man. Like he, I, I just like his energy. Like he's yeah. on the sidelines, he's clapping. Like he just acts like a player almost. Like you can tell, dudes like playing for him. 
He seems like oh. the type of guy you'd like you'd love playing for. Like he just no seems question. like he gets he gets it. Like he understands exactly what's going on out there. They got the Texans next week, and then they hey, then they go to New England. Yeah. In a couple weeks. So that'll be interesting. It seems like uh so they'll go into New England nine and two. They should go into New England nine and two. Now, from a betting perspective, that is a super insane letdown spot. The Texans? Yes. Yeah. Well, yeah, that's gonna that be a, line, it's gonna be me, a crazy amount of points. That especially with a look, they're they're coming off another win at home. Then they have a look ahead spot to to the to the Patriots. And they're still missing their best player. It's like it's only 10. Early like that, it's 10? That, yeah, that should tell you. That should a lot. tell you right. That should tell you right now that that yeah. would be a spot where they would have they might have some trouble. Stay away. Yeah, it's tough. It's tough. That's a tough, that's a tough spot. I, I never like uh really good team versus really bad team lines because I always think that the, it, the, it shit is just crazy overinflated, unless it's something like Patriots Jets. Yeah. I, I hate I don't like I don't I never like laying double digits. No? No, not a fan. Yeah, I, especially it has to be like a very again like Belichick versus Zach Wilson. Like, yeah, for sure. I'll I'll you can you know I laid them yesterday. I gave up I gave them up for the Jets, and then I knew the Cowboys were gonna come out take a care. That was my best bet. That was another, yeah, that was another that was one. Free. I don't I don't know why I didn't take that. That was free yeah, cheese. I was all over that. So they keep winning. And another team that keeps winning is Green Bay. What? Are, where are you at on Green Bay, bro? Yeah, I mean they're uh, they're a fucking average how, team with a really do, good player. How do they keep doing this though? Well, last week, last week they played against a Chiefs team that was still in disarray. You know what I mean? Um, this week, Russell Wilson, who's I believe has never missed a game before. This is why I thought this was kind of free. Russell Wilson's never missed a game before, and he's coming back from missing what four or five. Yeah, so I, I just didn't think he was going to be in any type of rhythm. Like this is a guy who's played. If you've never zero missed a game, points though, if you've never missed a game, you've played your entire career in rhythm. Zero um, points. Hey, well, I, don't, I don't know what you want me to tell you. It's a tough place to play. <laughs> yes, um, the Packers. Like... The Packers defense has been playing well though. How many points did the Chiefs have last week? Was it ten or three? Um. Uh, yeah, I'd have to, I could go back and look. I but mean, yeah, they've the, been playing better. Packers defense has been playing really well. Um, and I think with Rodgers coming back, they're not going to lose at home. It's just not going to happen. Um, so, they again, they, Minnesota I Minnesota next week. Yeah, Minnesota's been playing well. I, the, the Chiefs had 13. Um, yeah, I, I, I don't – it's Rodgers, man. If he's playing, they're going to win. It's that Rod, simple. It's, it's, that simple. That, it's, it's that simple. He doesn't play last week. They don't win. Plays this week, he's gonna win. That's it. That's what it is. <laughs> That's what it is. Know, there's nothing. There's nothing. There's nothing more around it. Like they're an average team with an above-average player who's gonna make the plays needed when they need them to. And I didn't think he was great yesterday, but he did enough. I mean, that game was zero to zero for most of it, or three yeah. to nothing for most of it. Um, Weather. Uh, yeah. 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 He didn't even throw a touchdown pass yesterday, but they made the plays they needed to when they needed to. Um, I like AJ Dillon. It's a big, big bruising back. Yeah, because you know I mean? because uh, Aaron went down with an yeah. ankle. It looked like. Yeah. So, yeah. I mean, they're tough, man. I think I'm just. I I think I was just <laughs> reaching. I I was trying to give you some rope to explain to me why these fucking guys win every week. And obviously it's Rogers, but I think I'm just like a sad Bears fan trying to figure out like how 
Like no matter what happens, these dudes seem to win. I, nice, I can't. I, it's it's so infuriating. The nice thing about them too is also like they know they're going to win their division every year. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like this division's already wrapped up for them. I don't care how well the Vikings are playing. Uh, this division's already wrapped up for them. So, yeah. speaking of the division, should we talk about this tie? <laughs> and and I was and I was watching the game. Missed field goals. When I got home, because I was like the last all types of shit. <laughs> Yeah. And I was thinking, like, yo, I bet you some of these super young guys don't even know this can end in a tie. Yeah. So there's a bunch of players that had no idea. And then uh, Najee Harris came out after the game. Like, didn't I didn't know you could tie in the NFL. Yeah. It was like the, the McNabb thing. So I, how do you feel about shit ending in a tie anyway? Um... That that I mean, move, how, how that, long how long can you have people play a game of football for? I guess is what the question comes down to. Well, you know what I mean? Unless you want to institute the college rule where it's just like a shorter field and all that. But um that yeah. new 10 minutes is quick. It's real quick. It's quick, though. It's real quick, yeah. <laughs> and especially, I mean look, especially it's, when it's two shitty teams. Yeah, and it's not happening all the time, the time. Yeah. So it, it is what it is. But. It is what it is. I just feel I feel for them, man. So they haven't won a game since December 2nd, 2020 against who? The Chicago Bears. Chicago Bears. That's yeah. the last W? That's the last W they've gotten. So it's been almost a year since they've had a W. Um, that was a game where it was it, it, it was handed to them so many different times. You're talking about missed field goals, drop picks. Like literally every way you can not win a game. Um, and it wasn't losing a game. It was not winning a game. The sure. Detroit Lions found a way to do it. Uh, it. It's just a sad situation over there, man. Those boys, I don't, I don't know where they find a W. How they find a W? We have them on Thanksgiving, right? We have them on Thanksgiving. Yeah, man. so maybe they'll get a W there. Um, but yeah, I mean, if you can't beat a Roethlisberger-less Steelers team, I don't really know what to tell you. Yeah, I agree. So that's Jer- Jared Goff, the shakiest quarterback. And the history ever, of shaky ever, quarterbacks. Ever, ever. <laughs> oh my god, he sucks. Ever to walk out on the on the field? Yeah, he's just awful. So, yo, I wanted to talk to you about this too. I thought this was an interesting angle, and then we'll we'll get over to NBA after we touch on Bucks Washington. I talked about this yesterday before the game. I think there's a difference in bye weeks. For example, Tampa Bay is a squad riddled with veterans. They have a winning record. They go into and hey, and that even though they're coming off a loss, they came off a loss. They're going into the bye, especially with Bruce Arians as the coach. I wouldn't be surprised, bro, if Bruce Arians didn't talk to the motherfuckers for like 10 or 11 days. <laughs> Think he's like, just chilling? like Bruce Arians, first guy out the door after the game the week prior, you and he was what, gone. You seen what the latte in the press conference last night? Yeah, like that's what I mean. You know, he I was I was talking to David Tyree about doing working buys versus really chilling buys. And it looked like the first half of that game, the Bucks were still on their bye week. Yeah. And Washington was on a working buy with Rivera on their ass, like, yo, we yeah. need to come yeah. out and we try to, to right the ship here. Yep. So that's kind of what you saw in that Bucks Washington game. They both were coming off bye weeks, but not all bye weeks are the same. You have a working buy versus a chilling buy, and it looked like Tampa Bay had a chilling buy, and Washington was desperate to come out and try to get a win. Absolutely, I agree so, fully. Yeah, I thought that was interesting. Tom Brady looked awful, awful. Yeah, coming because out you, that all, game. you two, you two have, picks in the first quarter. Right, you have that narrative where it's like, oh, they're coming off a buy, 
Yeah. So they're going to be rushed and ready man. to go. Nah. That buy for the Tampa Bay Bucks, they're, they're they know they're going to make the playoffs. They're yeah. coming off a Super Bowl. Older that guys buy, resting like crazy. Bucks we're chilling, chilling on that time. Buy. Yeah. Washington's Weather's still nice looked, out there in Florida. Yeah, Washington's buy looked a little different. Like Revere, I mean, had, like Revere had them boys practicing they were on Zoom on Sundays. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> like for real. You know what I'm saying? So that buy looked a little different. Where where are you on this Taylor Heineke character, man? Like, is this guy going to play in the league for 15 years and make $100 million as a backup? He's an average quarterback. He shows flashes. He's just an average guy. He's bottom of the barrel starter. Been in the league forever, top, though. Bottom of the barrel starter, top of the barrel backup. So $100 million career. That's what it sounds yeah, like. I mean, Cole, Cole McCoy. Around. You see Colt McCoy still chugging along out there. Yeah, Colt McCoy. Cole, These guys that never have to throw a pass. Colt McCoy and Heineke are just like perfect examples of just why you want a solid, consistent guy. Colt McCoy went crazy last week. And then yep. yesterday he shows up and throws like 115 yards, a pick. Like he looked terrible against Carolina. You know what I mean? So yeah, he'll be around. He's he's uh yeah, he's a he's a top of the top of the league backup. Bottom of the barrel starter. Colt McCoy's made twenty million dollars playing football. Good for him. That's cheap. Twenty. A lot. Yeah. yeah. He got. He got some Shut more coming. He got. A, he got to call up uh, our guy Chase, Chase Daniels. Chase, Chase, Daniel. Chase Daniels. <laughs> Chase Daniels. Chase Daniels made like forty million. <laughs> get his account. Get his account. Up, get his shit rocking. Chase, how you do it, man? Never having to play. <laughs> All right, let's move over to the NBA, man. Big Nick the Quick. Real quick, Trace Daniel, 38.9 million in career earnings. Yeah. What a life. Yeah, you're chilling. So, yeah, no, shout out uh, Drew Kassir. Before we move over to NBA, yeah, Jared Goff, I say this all the time. Oh, 15 and 1 without Sean McVay. He just, he's a, he was a fraud. He'd been a fraud. Yeah. He owes, he owes Sean McVay millions and millions of dollars. Simple as that. That's it. So he should be happy he got his deal, and that's it. Let's keep it moving. All right, let's get over to the NBA. Big Nick the Quick, you want to talk about Simmons first, or you want to talk about the bullies, or you want to talk about the Suns starting to get it get it right in the West? What, what, what you want to talk about? You want to talk about Golden State? Let's hit Ben Simmons, man. Let's just get this out the way, because I feel okay. like we haven't really touched the situation sure. um, <clears throat> at all yeah. since it's come up. And I'm kind of interested to know, know how you feel about it. So I know how you are. Like when a guy wants to get out of a place and kind of what that looks like, but this by, is a, any, by any means necessary. This is a bit unprecedented. This one is a little different, right? I, this is the first time we've ever seen a guy. Oh, what's the right way to say this? So how do you how do you view this, man? Because like I know I think part of me is like, yo, okay, like there's I think I don't think he's bullshitting. Are you about talking the about men- the, that mental health angle? The yeah. mental health angle, all that, right? Like I don't think he's bullshitting about the mental health angle because honestly. It's a really most, toxic situation over there. Too. Yeah, and also just his actions, right? Like most guys wouldn't do this. Like just, I'm sorry, most guys just wouldn't do this. Wouldn't take this particular course of action as far as trying to get out of somewhere, right? Just refusing to play, hooping with his phone in his pocket, like all this different shit, right? So I, part of me is like, man, like is there something really, really, really going on with them? Which I think that there probably is. But another part of me is like, hey, he really doesn't want to be there. So is he taking kind of like where we are in 2021 in regards to mental health and how we treat it and how serious that we take it? Is he almost taking advantage of that by saying like, hey, yeah, there is something wrong with me and I'm going to milk it on this mental health thing because I know if I say that, you can't force me to play. Impossible to tell. 
But right. I will say this. I didn't hear anything about I never heard, you know, mental illness or mental health come up with Simmons before he wanted to get out of town. It wasn't like a Kevin Love thing where he was or a Kyrie thing where he was taking time off or whatever. Um, but I will say this, like I said, I think it's a really difficult situation over there. And he doesn't want to be there. I think his I, I wouldn't be I don't I, listen, I'm not Shams. I don't know the super details over there, but I wouldn't be surprised. Shams, if, Shams the clutch clutch client. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yo, yes. Wrist piece, no wrist Paul's mouthpiece. That. That's yeah. wild. <laughs> but I wouldn't I wouldn't be surprised if he's not talking to any of those guys. Like I like I how am I gonna be around these dudes? You guys want me in the building, you guys want me playing. The guys that are there have already written me off and not being part of the team. You got Joe, you got Joel coming out in the media saying, you know, basically, fuck, buddy, we're gonna play ball without him. Like, let's keep it real. That's what he's saying. So Which what do you expect though? No, but right. But it's I like, think he also but, has come but, out and said that we support Ben and all that at the same time. Like, look, this should happen. This should happen. Go ahead. I don't want to cut you off. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I mean, that's basically what I'm saying is. It would be mentally straining to have to be over there and try to fake like you're playing and high-fiving teammates that your relationship is very destroyed over. the fr- you don't, You're not talking to the front office. I could see him being extremely stressed out and, and having mental anguish at the moment right now and, and trying to get out of town, anxiety about the whole situation for sure. Yeah, I get so, it. So uh, milking – who knows, right? I don't, I don't know. And milking's not what I want to say in regards to mental yeah. health because who knows? He really could be going through right. some shit. But I also, part of me is like he understands the climate right now around mental health and that you can pretty much say that. And it's like, and yo. Carte blanche. And, carte blanche. Everybody yeah. back. Yeah, everybody back up. We're not touching it. I hope Nothing. he's not doing that. Right. I, I much like, yo, I'm, I'm that, so that's where it get, like, you know me. I'm, I'm get out of town by any means necessary. But. You could the hamstring versus the mental health is a completely two different, different things. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, don't don't be, make a mockery out of something that exactly is very that's serious. serious. Yeah. yeah, exactly right. So, I don't know, man. It's interesting. What did, I didn't I didn't catch what Rich Paul said exactly. You were you were, you had mentioned Rich Paul. You Rich said Paul was, was like basically yeah. He came out and was like they're forcing him to play. They're trying to force him to play. It's making the situation worse. Like they don't have Ben's best interest at heart. And I think that, the 76ers hey. stance was, well, we have given him a team assigned therapist and he's not talking to that therapist. He's not keeping us in the loop with this treatment. So like some degree, it's like, yo, man, like he is, if you have a job, right? And you get sick, you know what I mean? And you take the sick, you need to keep your job in the loop as to what's going on. But this on. is the thing, bro. I don't want nothing to do with your therapist. I don't want shit to do with y'all, period. So maybe Then don't have nothing he, to do with my paycheck. That Yeah. I mean, that's true, too. That's, I mean, you have and, an obligation. I mean, this isn't a – you have an obligation to keep them in the loop. Right, and that's true. And you – and if you want to get your own therapist and then relay it that way, you could do that, too. So, it's a There's little a bit way to go about it, yeah. I don't think – I don't like how he's necessarily gone about it. That's what I'll say. I think there's – he's not playing the game very well. How about that? You could play the game. Like, I'll, I'll go see the therapist. Like say say he was bullshitting. I'll go see the therapist. For sure. No we'll problem. We'll talk. Yeah, no problem. We'll no talk problem. On the couch. <laughs> I mean, like whatever yes, you want to do. Yeah. But like, if he's really having trouble, then relay the treatment and what you feel like you need and what you got going on and that type of thing. So yeah, yeah. I mean, there's a way to go about it. But yeah, they're trying to force him to play because they're they're forced to pay him because they're paying so, him forty million dollars yeah. this so, year. Yeah. yeah. And but, they need hey, him. But hey, move him. Well, what leverage do you, I mean, now Move at this him. point, at this point, let me ask you this. 
if you're if you're if you're an interested team, what are you really giving up for uh for him right now? Like I'm talking about Boston giving up Jalen Brown. I'm kind of looking at that. I'm like, no, nah, hell no. Nah. I don't know if I trust Ben Simmons. Like, you know what I mean? Like right. this that's what we talk about going about even like the Harden shit. It was like Harden got fat as shit and was just bullshit in Houston. But everybody's like, no, I'll still take that guy. Yeah. I, yeah, I, yeah, I yeah. have no I have no doubt that when his head gets right and he's somewhere he wants to be, we will have no issues. With Simmons, it's like, what if he doesn't like here? What's he going to do? Well, this is the biggest thing with Simmons, too, is that forget about the mental portion. The last thing we remember is how he played in the playoffs and what was going on. Mm -hmm. So that is the lingering thing. He comes out and has a good month of the year. It's like you're not really like you're that's more what's front memory is him in the playoffs laying an absolute egg right even, and looking like he's not even trying yes exactly or or flat out scared yeah yeah exactly so, well remember they tried to say that he uh one of the report i don't know if you saw this report when it came out but and i guess the teammates have been throwing him under the bus like crazy but one of the reports was he they said that he tried to miss game six because he thought he had covid and was essentially trying to tell people i guess someone in the philly organization had had it like a trainer or something, and he was going around like, oh, I was by that guy. I was by that guy. <laughs> they said that he was doing that. Yeah. So it's kind of like, yo, is He's this dude? Get the, the exposure. Yeah, yeah, like, hey, you know what, man? I'm sorry. I was a close contact. Maybe I can't play tonight. So, like, if shit like that's true, and I'm reading that, and you know that's what's reported, but you know the league. Motherfuckers actually know what's actually going on, right? Yeah, it's right. a small, It's a small circle in that league. Everybody talks to everybody. So it's almost like, man, like, it should be telling that a 26-year-old all multi-time all-NBA player is essentially to sit on the block and nobody wants him. Yeah, then the folks for listening, we're talking about Ben Simmons. Shout out Dante in the comments. He said Doc gotta hold the L on Ben. That's an interesting, it's an interesting discussion as well. But I think, listen, if you're a team that's trying to go pick up Ben, you gotta take a risk. It's gonna be risky. Can he change his game and turn up in the playoffs and and, and be in a the, guy you can rely on in the middle of your season while you're trying to integrate him in right it's tough right so you got to take that risk and i mean you can have a, a future plan with it too like hey we'll add him now and he'll be around for the next three four seasons like we'll maybe see what happens maybe he doesn't play this year yeah the, my question is is there any is there does ben simmons play basketball this year i don't think so i don't know yeah i mean We'll see. And I think it all depends on if he gets well, – this is the thing, bro. It's it's tough because his leverage isn't really there because of what I just said, that the, the thing that's front of mind is what he did in the playoffs, right? Yep. So then with that on top of – he probably has a select few places he wants to go in the first place. Like he's not, he's not on some like send me anywhere shit. He's yeah. on some like uh, I want to go a couple specific spots. So – it's tough, dog. I, I don't know. Does he play? Maybe. But And also, to go back on your original point, you'll be able to tell what the dilly is on the mental health, this, or mental health issue when he gets out of town. And is he, does he bounce right back? Is he good? Is he suiting up that week? Like, you know what I'm saying? Well, so it's a lot of stuff to it. And he also had mental health issues that were keeping him out of Philly until they started not paying him. True. Right. Like, I, yeah, you didn't hear about it until all of a sudden. Oh, now I have to be here. Because so remember, no. he had he had a back. Yeah. It was back. 
yeah. then he had the mental stuff, and now and it's I show like up to this practice is... with my cell phone. I'm refusing to do drills. So yeah, I yeah. think the way the way he's handled it, I don't know if I want that in my organization, especially again for a player who we don't we're not sitting here being like, oh, get Ben Simmons. He's absolutely going to move that needle for you. You know yeah, what I mean? You, like, yeah, I mean, you yeah. say that you say that till he goes out and he's locking motherfuckers up, and he's going for 18, 12, and eight. Yeah, sure, <laughs> great. But, but again, like with Harden, the, it was like, with Harden, it was like I'm going to get him. And he's going to fucking kill, right? Yeah. Like I'm getting thirty points a game. Like that's that. I know it's not going to be an issue with other guys who have been unhappy in their situations. It's like, yo, I'm going to get this guy. If you get Ben Simmons, like, how can you? You're integrating a fucking six ten point forward into your offense and the a disgruntled six ten point forward into your offense in the middle of the year who could use him portland uh uh boston let's let's punt on portland um dame get ready to make that call pretty soon i've I've been telling y'all that since the beginning of the year going into the summer it's it's ugly over there now the gm is about to get fired through this investigation dame getting ready to dame getting ready to call call up like time to time to move where would he look he he look really good dame no, I'm talking about – no, Dan would look good anywhere. Oh, yeah. Dan would look great in Philly. Yes, he would. Dan would look great in Philly. 100%. He would look amazing in Philly. look amazing in Philly. Like, Dan, would look, Dan would look great in New York. Like, like the Trailblazers should probably give up a bunch of shit and do that. Actually, Dan would look phenomenal in New York because there's nothing more that Tibbs likes than scoring point guards. Because, well, again, he just wants what? one guy to score. When we and talk then, about it with D-Rose all the time. do what with Kemba, though, and then put, what, put Kemba on the bench? No, you just send Kemba out on the deal. Thanks, man. Appreciate it. Oh, you move him. I got yeah, you. Yeah, you got to move. Yeah, you move him. You know, D-Rose continue to be the backup there. Yeah, thanks, but no thanks. Th- that's his style, man. So, I mean, yeah, I don't know where – yeah, where where does Ben Simmons go? The Warriors, maybe? The Warriors seem like a solid team for him because you know he doesn't what? have to score. You know what a sleeper would be on the low? He would be really, really good that I haven't heard any type of rumor? It's Denver. Yeah. If Jamal Jamal Murray came back or when he comes back, that would be an incredible spot. Yeah, but they gave MPJ $200 million, and he's fucking been awful. And his back is trash, too. Yeah, I don't know how you gave that guy $200 million. Like, I like him as a player, but uh, is he still – no, he's terrible this year. What about – He's shooting 20% from the the three-point line. No, but but you know what I mean. He's overall – his Averaging nine points a game. (laughs) What about Dallas? Those are like some sleeper spots that yeah. no one's really mentioning. But well, doesn't the ball have to be on Lucas' hand in Dallas though? Isn't that isn't that the issue? Ben Simmons needs the rock. Well, I, I guess when I hear Ben Simmons' name, I'm not thinking about offense anymore. Yeah, you're just I'm thinking, thinking about a, a big body that can lock up and get a ball and, and, and get. Yeah, Luca's not going to give up the ball on offense. A Thirty-five million dollar multi-positional defender. Yeah, yeah, it is what it is. But yeah, it's interesting. It's I think yeah, maybe you do, and maybe that is what happens. It's like, hey, you're no longer a point guard. We're literally just going to unlock you as an athletic rim running big. That's, you're just going to run and you're, rim running, you're, you're, you're literally <laughs> a, a rim running big now. And on defense, we want you to just be a Swiss Army knife and guard one through five and just cause hell. We don't care if you ever touch the rock. I think that's that's actually really interesting because <laughs> if you could somehow convince him of that. He's a problem, but I don't know if he's going for that. He thinks he's a point guard. I would love. I mean, I would love to. T- I would love to talk. Like I don't know. I got to see it. Like, I've never if- even really heard him say much, so you don't really even know what type of dude he is. Like he, 
Yeah, it's a good point, man. Like, you don't really know what his thinking is. Yeah. Like, I've never really heard. He just seems like a guy that's just kind of there. Like, if he came out and said he was open to that, I think that's a whole different thing. For sure. Hey, you like, want hey. to run, catch oops, do whatever on offense, but really just cause havoc on D. And just when you need another ball handler, understand that I can do that, but it's not my role. But then when I think about it and I say a spot like Dallas, I'm only thinking of defense because on offense, then he – like he, they're literally playing four on five. And does he get in the way? He's gonna have, yeah, yeah. Does he get in the way? He's yeah. not, he's not knocking down fucking shots. Yeah, so you can't really park so, him. Does he, does he get in Porzingis's way? Yeah. Like, yeah. Does he play center? Like, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, it's so, it's, yeah. Well, mean, they also, they got, they got light skin buddy out there. Uh, who's my man's out there? Plays hard, always puts in a shit. Dwight, Dwight, uh, the light skin dude. Does Dwight Powell? Yeah, you know what I'm talking about, man. Right. Yeah, light, yeah. light skin buddy always just the night at the United yeah, Dwight Powell. Dwight yeah, 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 yeah. Shout out that guy, man. He's always always in him, there running around him, doing Finney things. Smith. Yeah. They all play, they all play. They're actually they pretty hard. fun to watch. They play yeah. hard. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I don't know, man. That's an interesting situation. I know we just burned up 25 minutes talking about Ben Simmons, but it is a it is a really interesting spot. Let's get well, into Dante, Dante said Ben should be a forward. All his woes come from being out of position. That might be true, man. He's just hey. the, the point guard thing. It's like not just because a guy can handle the rock doesn't mean you got to make him a point guard. <laughs> right. No facts. But this is the thing you got to mentally, you got to mentally form, to inform him of that, and he, he has to believe you. You know where he, you know where at, you know and where he the real sleeper would be. That. And they just don't have anybody to trade for. It'd be San Antonio. Pop figure out. I, I, thought, you, I thought you were gonna say Cleveland. <laughs> no, nah, they got they already got enough bigs. They got everybody. He gonna Cleveland. fuck up the heart over there in Cleveland. Cleveland's got a lot of heart. Cleveland got everybody. Cleveland Mobley. is decent, bro. Cleveland, Cleveland Mobley. got a whip. Mobley's a Mobley's a baller. They need to get marketing out of there for he poison. So he... Yeah, no, they got him like the fifth option, man. He's fine. <laughs> no, I know, I know, I know. I was just fucking around. But yeah, that's that's, that's, that's actually ball. a good ass point. What? All his woes come from being out of position. Yeah. But you have to convince him that. He's out of position. Of, of that. You have to basically tell him that. And I think, and, da, Dante, drop another comment. Is that what you mean by Doc got to hold the L? Like, you think Doc should have came out and told him that or or made that that fix in Philly and, and tried to work around that? Let us know in the comments. And well, we can come we're back talking about that. a stubborn guy who won't shoot when he's open. So, I mean, who's to say that Doc could have came up and begged and pleaded for him to play out of the, to go play a different position? Maybe he didn't want to do it. This is, again, this is a guy who won't shoot even though we know for a fact every coach he's ever had has asked him to shoot. Remember Brett Brown used to come out and say, we just asked him one three-pointer per game, just try one. And he wouldn't do it. Yeah. And I, and I, hey, and I know he – I will say this. What I saw last year in the playoffs was a, was a mental thing. So, I mean, I don't know yeah, if that correlates want, with mental health wanna, right he now. He didn't want to be there. But mentally, like, the the he just looked shook and scared and not – wanting to be involved it so was, I, it, 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 they were literally I, I and i know we 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 say shit like this all the time they were legitimately playing four on five on offense it was that that's yeah. not the, uh, that's not me being and that's not me exaggerating or any of that they were literally playing four on five on off they could have so left him by himself let me ask you this in a day and age where steph curry shooting 13 threes per game how many three-point career three-point attempts do you think Ben Simmons has? I think he has like less than 10. I'm, I'm almost positive. It's 34. He's five for, yeah. oh, he five 30. for, 30, five oh, for 34. Oh, 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 my fault. I'm talking about makes. Yeah, this I was like less entire, than 10. No, no, makes. his entire career, yeah, five for 34. He actually yeah, got that, 10 when matches. I said less than 10, I was talking about makes. But yeah, yeah it's uh, – that dude, honestly, I didn't think you were going to say that high of a number. I, didn't, I thought yeah, it was going to be like 11. I don't remember like him 15, even shooting 16. 10 last year. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like a sports center highlight every time he attempts one, so I didn't remember him getting that many, but yeah. 
Exactly. So, all right, let's get to the rest of the league. We'll move off Ben. We'll see what happens with that. Uh, Rich Paul. Rich Paul will inform us. Don't worry. I remember, remember Rich Paul was randomly at lunch the same. T- Who is that story? I look over and Rich Paul having to be at the table, one table it, over. It's like, it no, he was, didn't. Uh, it, was, uh, <laughs> it was the commissioner. It was um, <laughs> Silver. It was Silver was at lunch. Yeah. About like, a, like, like, yeah, it was Silver was at he lunch. He looks over and Rich and Rich, he's like, oh, hey, Rich. Like, <laughs> <laughs> Rich was right. Rich was right Rich next Paul, door. who happened to be dining in the next table over. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, so, that was so yeah, funny. Rich not taking no chances. Rich, Rich is in the loop. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, so, shout out Rich Paul. Yeah. Oh, here goes Dante responded. He said, "You'll never tell your All Star player you can't win with him." Doc ruined the relationship. Oh, he said, "You never tell your All Star player that you can't win with him." Doc ruined the relationship. That's eh. so he's putting it on on Doc, but and Doc didn't say that verbatim. He just said, "I'm not sure." He, he he didn't say yes. <laughs> that's for, that's well, for sure. Doc and also just got w- watching him over six fourth quarters take three shots. So he's like, yeah, I don't fucking know what I can do with this guy because yeah. he refuses to be involved on offense. Yeah, exactly, exactly. All right, let's get to the rest of the league. I'm gonna I'm not gonna lie to you, man. I've been hating on Golden State. I, I I even laid it out. I said the I said the schedule's been soft. Let's see what they do when when shit starts to pick up and they get the Bulls and bust their ass. Yeah. So they're they're moved to eleven and two. Phoenix is now back to nine and three. People were talking crazy about them early in the year. They're back eight, to eight straight wins. Yeah, they're back to they're back to form. Hottest team in the association right yeah. now. Yeah. What what else you want to touch on before we get out of here? No, I mean, uh, I guess with a couple things on Golden State, and like it's nothing new, obviously, right? But um Steph Curry, he's the most deflating player to play against in the NBA. No, we used to talk about that all the time. It's deflating. Like, it's so you can have a perfect defensive possession, right? Like there was times that game, the Bulls are getting like within twelve, and it's like cool, get a stop, couple buckets, single digit game, we can get back in this. And you can play the perfect defense, and he just comes down and hits a three, and it's not a regular three; it's some ridiculous three that you know just takes all the life out of any run you thought you were going to be able to go on. And it's time and time again, the threat of it is always there, and there's nothing you can really do about it. Like I think that, uh, yeah, I mean, again, this isn't this isn't a news flash to anybody, right? Like we've been watching this Golden State team for years now. We know how good they are. Um, we know what they're going to go out there and do. But it's just it, it, when you watch it, and it's your team, and I guess we haven't watched the Bulls play Golden State when we were a meaningful team in a very long time. So yeah. I've never really looked at it where it's like, oh, I'm trying to get this comeback from my squad like I was the other day. But it's like there's nothing you could do. So when he's playing like that and they're playing like that, like, yeah, they're going to be hard to beat. I will push back on – I think we might have talked about this last week. I forget if we talked about on air or off air. Everybody's saying Clay's just going to, like, walk back in there and it's like, oh, wait till Clay comes back. Remember, yeah. Clay has not played since the pandemic, prior to the pandemic. It has been two years. It will take him some time to get ready, and he's an older player. Um, I think I, I, I agree with you. My gut tells me he walks on and, and starts firing that bitch, and he's like cool. hitting it or like no, like he's gonna be getting step. Well, well, with the level that Steph's playing at, he's gonna be able to get him looks. Yeah, like it's gonna be very, very similar to what they were doing. But will before. he be able to move? Will he be able to move? I think the defensive end is the biggest. And thing will he be me. a defensive liability? Yeah, I think him getting shots up and, and them falling. I think he's gonna fit right back into it. But yeah, that's that, that's just my gut. But we'll see. 
Yeah, so I mean, again, I like their roster. Um, another thing that's kind of funny to me, like, what does it say? And we already knew this about him, like he doesn't have heart. But it's just funny that Wiggins goes and plays against the Timberwolves the other night and drops thirty-five. Right? They say whenever he plays against the Cleveland Cavaliers, it's the same thing because obviously the Cavs trade him on draft night. The uh, the the Timberwolves traded him after that, so he's he's able to get up for certain games. But like. If you're on his team, like, how do you handle that? Where it's like, yo, you you get up against these two opponents, but yeah, while we you know this shit every night, yeah, and you watch him in practice, you know he's a freak athlete, you know he's ultra talented. He was the number one pick in the draft, and it's like, yo, why why can't you get up for a Tuesday in Sacramento? You know what I mean? So I think that that's funny. I think he's a huge key to what they got going on because if they can keep him consistently motivated, and he's kind of that third or fourth option, and he plays good defense, this is a tough team to beat. So, yeah, I just yeah, think that that's I, funny that you have a guy on your – like, everybody knows. It's just like, hey, That's man, actually dude, interesting. Like, he's, interesting. he's clearly not bringing it every night. Yeah, because, like, you play Minnesota the other night, you had 35. Yeah. And you're all over the place, and you're fired up. But he's just a guy that, like, he's just, like, half asleep against everybody else. I don't know. Um, Wiseman will come back. That'll be a nice little boost for them just to give them another big they can play with. Yo, listen – Drew just dropped a comment on Vooch in that game, so we could we could kind of we could kind of segue from the Warriors to the Bulls, Warriors and the Bulls. But the the Vooch missing in that game was was very apparent. Eli, the biggest Vooch hater in the world, has been on this. Yeah, the spacing, the passing, yeah. everything that we're missing from Vooch because he's not hitting shots, and obviously he's a defensive liability. But he does do a lot for our offense. You really saw it last night too. When they were doubling up Demar when Zach was out, there was nowhere else to go with the basketball. Yeah. That's why I asked you, like, okay, so Kobe's back. Kobe's been cleared to play now, right? When you watch a game like last night, and obviously we got out of it once they put Zach back in, but you want to be able to get Zach some rest. You can't, you can't be saying, "Hey, Zach, come bail us out," you know, every time. Where do you see Kobe coming back with this team? Are you excited for Kobe to come back? Flaws and all, yeah, yeah. I want to see him. I want to see him with the rest of the guys, and I want to see what they what they're asking from him. I yeah. think it was very clear when we were asking him to run anything or any type of stuff, he was overloaded. Bingo. I think if they are just asking him, if Donovan's just asking Robert him to Hoop. put it in the hole, yeah. I think it might he 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 could he could do that. Don't worry about running the offense. Don't worry about getting people into their just put sets. It in the hole. Don't worry about what's coming in from the sideline. Just be you. Put yeah. it in the hole. Like that's yeah. it. So, I, I'm excited to see that. That's a great point. That. I think I'm that's excited. a great point. Yeah, like, I'm excited to see what happens. Last year, you were trying to force him into a box that he didn't fit into because you had no other options. Yeah. I think this year, you're just going to be like, hey, man, just go. Go out there. Go out there, the shoot that thing. Don't worry about running yeah. the offense. We got Zoe. When it's your time to go in there, you're featured. Yeah. Um, yeah, and I think, again, like watching last night when they were doubling up Zamar, DeMar when Zach was out and we had nowhere else to really go, um, I think Kobe will be welcome. I think it's a really good sign that DeMar is like, he's been going ballistic. He's awesome. He's been going ballistic. He's so good. And he um, loves it. You can tell he loves it too. Like he's playing motivated. He's playing fucking great ball on the offensive end. He's going. He's been going crazy. So hey, we got the Caruso start that we were talking about last week at the four. Yeah, what'd you think? It was cool. I liked it, man. He look, dude. That dude is gonna play hard every game. I don't think that's a lineup for success against a lot of rosters. Um, I think you know, it's just the more minutes thing, though. But get it's him, a, get him yeah. more minutes. I don't give a fuck if he starts. If he comes off the bench with eleven fifteen in the first, like. I think he just needs the minutes that he played last night. And you want to, if you're Billy, you want to see different lineups. Like that, if you liked what you saw from that lineup last night, that's a lineup that you could go back to in certain situations. So now you've kind of seen it. I, I applaud Billy for experimenting with that. Like I said last night, Billy's a wild boy for that. 
but he's just going to mess around with this lineup. I like that he's not scared to play guys either. Like, yeah. Billy Billy is not beholden to his top eight. You know, you see a lot more minutes coming from Alizé Leather Knight. Uh, Javante Green was out for a little bit last night. Then they bring him back in. Like, he's going deep. Io, you know what I mean? He's trusting Io, giving him minutes. When Kobe comes back, he's going to figure out a way to work that guy back in. Um, Tony Bradley played some strong minutes last night. So he's not scared to kind of mix it up. And you got to see what you have in guys. So I, I don't have any problem with it. Caruso played for 39 minutes. Great. Awesome. So you feel what I'm saying? That was yep. the most on the team yesterday. Dude, he's such a good defender. And it's not like a try hard, like pesky thing. Like he's actually a really, really, really good, talented, skilled defender. Yeah. I agree. No, he, he knows what the fuck is going on. He knows yeah, where people want to get. He knows what, what people want to do with the ball. All that. Yeah, he's, and and, he's, and elite, Z- he's elite. Him and Zoe out there is dangerous. Like That's just two guys that play excellent defense together. So It was also it. really encouraging to see Zach. I know Zach filled it up from three, but he didn't shoot it that well. And then Lonzo had a terrible game from the field, and yeah. we still won by 10 points. We locked yeah. him up and did our thing on that end. So... It's so a fun man. Shout out and, Nick, hel- and Nick. held off the run towards the end of the game. Shout too. out Nick Batoon for cashing big, 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 big checks too. Big money, man. Shout Another out to Nick Batoon for sure, man. <laughs> Stole a lot of money out in Charlotte. Shout out Mike Jordan. So, all right, man. We'll leave it there for Big Nick the Quick. No catch up sports off in Chicago. I'm your host Sean Little. Make sure you subscribe everywhere, man. Bears are off. Big Nick's traveling for work. We're gonna try to squeeze some men on Friday. But until then, stay locked with us. Tell a friend to tell a friend. Subscribe everywhere. iTunes, YouTube, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Google Podcasts. Everywhere, man. Let the people know. No catch up. Sports Talk via Chicago. We're out of here.